Hey, it's Andrew, and I wanted to thank you for listening to the Door County Pulse podcast. Did you know that you can subscribe to the Door County Pulse podcast on Apple Podcasts or Pocket Casts or wherever you get your podcasts to have new episodes delivered to your feed twice a week on Wednesday and Friday? All you have to do is pick up your phone, navigate to your podcast app, and search for Door County or Door County Pulse podcast and click subscribe. If you're a longtime listener or if this is your first episode, we hope you enjoy the Door County Pulse podcast. Welcome to One on One, a Door County Pulse interview series. I'm Andrew Clyden, and I'm joined today by Aaliyah Kidd. Our guest this episode is Wally Vartanian from Wally's Weenie Wagon. How's it going, Wally? It's going good. How about you? It's going really good. good. So uh, you guys opened up the Weenie Wagon this year, right? Yes, we did. Uh, as we're still also running the Waterbury Inn right now, okay. we, we decided, you know, why not start a mobile food trailer as well uh, in the same season? And where are you guys located right off the bat before we jump into the history and everything? So we have a set location in Bailey's Harbor. We are uh, right in between Lakeshore Adventures and Bearded Heart on that little bit of green space there. Cool. And what day did you guys officially open up? Uh, (laughs) We were convinced probably, what, four days after we actually got our food trailer uh, by Paul Salm over at the uh, Cornerstone Pub to uh, go ahead and open up on the 4th of July. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah, so we actually set up in his parking lot, and he was happy that we were there to serve food and and water uh, so he could, he could concentrate on other things. Uh, so we did simplify the menu definitely for that chaotic run uh, of 4th of July in Bailey's Harbor, but uh, it was a good intro for us. Good. So uh, before we jump into how the season's been going and all that kind of stuff, uh, you guys have a pretty interesting story behind Wally's. Uh, tell me tell me about the inception of the Weenie Wagon. So, okay, I, I'll start off by saying that I am a third-generation Wally. My father was a Wally Vartanian, as was my grandfather, which was very confusing growing up because we all went by the same name. Right. My, my father, um, this goes back, basically the inception was actually about 15-ish years ago. When he retired to Door County, he always joked that he wanted to, in his retirement, uh, open up a little hot dog push cart just so he could actually call something Wally's Weenie Wagon. So that gives you a little insight as to the uh, sense of humor of my family Sure, as sometimes well. the name comes first. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. And uh, so what started as a joke, um, as you, you may know, we, uh, my father and I had our uh, oriental rug and flooring shop uh, on the north end of Sister Bay that we moved here from the Chicago suburbs as well. During the slow time at the shop, This was what we talked about. So what started as a joke and a family joke basically became throwing ideas around. We did some research. Before we knew it, we had a pretty thick file folder filled with research and information. And uh, it was back in actually very early 2014 that uh, we decided, you know what, this is a business plan is really what this is. And let's go ahead. Let's do this. Let's close down the family business and let's do this crazy idea we always talked about. Um, unfortunately, we did not know that my father was going to pass away that very same year. My wife and I also had been talking about this as well. And my wife, Tracy, by the way, we, uh, we dusted off the business plans and we got funding. We had been saving up money for quite a while for it. And we did it. We did it. So that's how that got going. And I know you've got 
weenies, obviously, based on the name, but you also have some delicious gyros, and I know that ties a little bit more into your family history as well. Essentially, there are certain foods that basically I've eaten my whole life because I, I grew up, you know, the you know that border to the south of Wisconsin, you know that that's where I'm from. <laughs> um, so, but I've been coming up to Door County my whole life. We ended up up here, of course. But there were certain foods that I grew up on that we really couldn't get around this area, food that literally runs in my veins and probably arteries at this point. So that really was the inspiration behind the types of foods besides the hot dogs. Actually, we originally were going to do all of the Chicago foods. We were going to do Italian beef, Italian sausage, all that stuff. Lo and behold, uh, in about, I think, 2015, uh, that's when Ma B's Mm -hmm. uh, food truck had opened up. And, uh, and th- those were the foods that they did, and they knocked it out of the park. Mm-hmm. I mean, they did a fantastic job with those foods. So we actually then altered our business plan for what we were going to do with our truck. Uh, we, we weren't ready to give up on the Euros, but they do a great year over there as well. You know, some of the inspiration really was just to make sure that I had this food for myself to eat uh, on demand. So we decided to stick with the Euro. Uh, we were going to do uh, not just Chicago hot dogs, but all kinds of different specialty hot dogs that we do right now. The fresh cut fries, the cheese fries, the poutine. From my Armenian heritage, we have a really good family recipe for lamb shish kebab. Uh, actually, growing up, we would end up with probably a, a good percentage of our congregation that would end up coming over to our house for Easter, including our pastor, because of the, <laughs> the lamb shish kebab. So uh, we wanted to get that some of that family history and that family recipe uh, in there as well. So a lot of what you're doing for the menu is kind of labor of love, and it, it's the stuff that you grew up on, right? Yes, yes. Uh, and I'll, I'll flat out say right now, this is really not the healthiest food in the world, but it tastes really good, and it, it's comfort food. Right. You're in that niche, too, of like wanting to go up and get something really delicious and then get back out to what you were doing, too. I mean, that's kind right. of what a food truck fits in that world. Yep. So to offer quick, easy, but really, really good stuff, I mean, that's kind of the dream, right? That's right. That's right. <laughs> I was able to give it a try. Was it last week? Yeah. I did the Euro fries. The oh, Greek, the Greek, Greek fries, fries, yeah. Which was really, really delicious. It has the Kalamata olives, the fresh cut fries. And then was it? So there's, uh, yeah, so yeah, the, our, regular, our regular spices in the fries, which, you know, no big secret, is actually Lowry's seasoned salt. <laughs> it's actually really, really good on yeah. fries. But then we add some oregano into that. Um, and then we have the chopped up cucumbers, chopped up tomatoes, uh, the katamala olives, feta cheese, mm-hmm. uh, tzatziki sauce. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then the, sometimes the, you can also add the addition of gyro meat mm-hmm. for $2. Yes, it's, it's, it's kind of, it's a meal. It's decadent, wonderful. And, and I noticed as I was going through your Facebook page, the, the menus changed and it's evolved and certain days you got certain things. Do you feel like you're able to get creative with the stuff that you're doing there? We are because we're looking at different ideas all the time. And that's really the fun part of, uh, of the types of foods that we do. The fact that we're a hot dog specialty place, there is no shortage. I mean, just go on to Google and just look <laughs> yeah. at different types of hot dog creations. There's no shortage of awesome ideas that are out there. Uh, one of the items uh, that we actually did recently add was because we ended up being a last minute addition to Cherry Fest uh, up at Sequist in, uh, in, in Sister Bay. Um, they had a vendor that was supposed to be coming in uh, from, I think, Appleton. And they had damage done to their trailer like three or four days before the event. So they had heard about us and they called us kind of in a panic saying, can you help us out? And we're like, actually, this really would help us out. Mm-hmm. So absolutely, yes, we'll help you out. But we wanted to create something using some of their items there. 
So we did the bacon-wrapped deep-fried hot dog that we do called the Danger Dog, and it's got some spicy stuff on there. But we said, why don't we take that concept and we'll add, you know, they actually have a, a cherry barbecue sauce, really good cherry barbecue sauce over at Sequest. So we added that onto the dog. And then one of my favorite coleslaws up here is actually from Coyote Roadhouse. Mm-hmm. Um, their coleslaw, they knock it out of the park with their coleslaw. So we figured that would be really good on the top of that dog as well. And so we came up with that creation for Cherry Fest, which we sold the heck out of. And uh, that's now a, a regular item on our menu, and it's still very popular. I should have put a warning at the beginning of this episode that if you're hungry right now, this is not the <laughs> podcast to listen to. Because we, we just went through a, a crazy lunch rush today, and I've been preparing all the food, and I've, I think I've eaten... Well, I had a coffee this morning. That's what, I, <laughs> that's what I've had so far. So I, it really doesn't take much for me to talk about food, actually. That's, right. It's one of my passions in life. I think, uh, you know, uh, life is, is too short for bad food. That's one of, my, one of my models. So you mentioned your location in Bailey's Harbor, but... Do you foresee the opportunity to move around throughout the county for events in the future? Yes, uh, absolutely, especially when that's all we're doing is the weenie wagon uh, while we're still not trying to run a hotel at the same time. I really want to stick with the set location so people can know where we're going to be and come and find us and really discover us and really see what we're all about food-wise, really to help build a, a little more of a following that way. Um, but then I, I do see, you know, cherry picking certain events and festivals and things like that. There is actually a really cool festival coming up uh, on the 17th of August uh, mm-hmm. at Anclam Park here in, uh, in uh, Bailey's Harbor. Uh, it's going to be food trucks and floaties. And so there's actually some of the other food trucks that are around this area. Uh, JR's uh, trucks uh, from, from Chives, he's going to have, I think, two of his trucks there. Then us, and then the new taco truck that yeah, is Lumberjack, Lumberjack yeah. Tacos, which I am dying mm-hmm. to try. I uh, hear awesome things about that. So they're going to be there, too. Oh, there's another group. Uh, I think they do Hawaiian Oh, yeah, food? Ohana. Ohana, yes. Mm-hmm. And I looked at their menu, some of their stuff, and that looks amazing. Bearded Heart is going to be doing some stuff over there. Um, I think there's actually going to be, like, uh, coffee popsicles, so which would be, <laughs> be oh, great awesome. for the beach. And then there's going to be these awesome, huge inflatable floaties, of course. Right. And I think, like, a floating island. And then uh, Lakeshore Adventure is going to be there doing some kayak stuff. So this really cool opportunity. I think this is the first time a festival mm-hmm. like this is being done, I think, even in Door County. Yeah, correct I, that's me if I'm wrong. the first time I've heard of it. I, mm-hmm. That is one thing that I feel like was missing from this Door County summer is, like, big floaty things, too. So yeah, it sounds like peak summer. <laughs> Float in the water, eat some food truck. Food? Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's a Mm win-win. Well, Wally, why don't we take a break, and then when we come back, I want to talk about this season, how it's been going for you, and your plans for the future and all that kind of stuff. Awesome. They call themselves the Stradivarius Builders of Sturgeon Bay because the guys at Palmer Johnson were artists in wood and metalwork, anything you imagine. They did it so beautifully well. The first fishermen came down the lake from Pankin Island or worked their way along the north shore of Lake Michigan, and they came because of the whitefish. The whitefish were abundant. In 1945, 2,000 German prisoners of war came to Door County and picked cherries for just one harvest season. Peninsula Filmworks is dedicated to telling the stories of Door County, past, present, and future. To learn more about the history of shipbuilding in Sturgeon Bay, to see how the cherry became a Door County icon, or to watch the peninsula's last remaining fishermen brave the waters to haul in thousands of pounds of whitefish daily, and the many other incredible stories produced with the Door County Visitor Bureau, visit doorcounty.com slash ourdoorcounty. All right, we are back. So, Wally, you mentioned that you guys opened up on the 4th of July. Tell me about that first weekend. 
was it was a blur. <laughs> it was it was crazy. We only were open for the fourth itself, so we didn't uh, continue throughout the entire weekend because, like I said, we had just <laughs> we had just gotten the truck, and so we had all this new equipment that we're like, okay, I you know in theory I know how to use this, but I uh, haven't really had a chance to do so yet. So we really wanted to make sure we had enough time to experiment on our own, no pressure, you know. We're just feeding ourselves, and actually, we ended up feeding our housekeeping staff and our other staff over at the Waterbury Inn. They were our guinea pigs for a lot of the stuff, Good. and they didn't seem to mind. But uh, yeah, so it was just the one day, and it, it really it was it was crazy. Um, it was pretty much nonstop, which was. Really good experience uh, for for Tracy and I uh, to to kind of gauge how we have to work around each other in mm-hmm. the truck. It, the truck itself is it's definitely it's larger than our own kitchen at home. <laughs> we have a very small kitchen. It's still a little tight. It's a yeah. sixteen foot trailer, so but it's still a little tight, and we've kind of worked out most of the kinks so far for <laughs> how to work around each other during a rush. Cool. You've had a couple of weeks under your belt now. Uh, and, yes. and starting off at the 4th of July, I feel like everything gets probably a little easier right after that. Yes. But tell me, tell me about how the season is going for you guys. It seems like you guys are busy and, and things are going really well. Uh, things are, are going well. My biggest fear after doing this was going to be to have the feedback of people going, yeah, I tried it. You know what? It's okay. Yeah, it's all right. So having the quality of the food that I really wanted to have, that was my biggest fear. Well, the, the feedback has been tremendous. We started off our first day that we were open for business. Of course, we haven't really done any advertising yet. Um, we actually do have a little bit of a budget for advertising, but we actually haven't had the time to set <laughs> anything up yet. That is a good problem uh, to have. <laughs> but so it started off really slow the first day, so-so the second day. And from the third day on, it's been pretty much crazy. Uh, we've been selling out. Uh, we've had to upgrade from doing the 10-pound Euro cones. We have to, we've upgraded to the 20-pound Euro cones on our larger service days like uh, Wednesday and Thursday. Uh, and we are we're still selling out of those. We're selling out of hot dogs. We're, uh, we've added the kebabs now. We're selling out of those. Uh, we actually, we've, we've almost run ourselves out of potatoes several times. Um, so it's just going great. On a, on a quick little side note, the community here in Bailey's Harbor has been absolutely tremendous. Uh, from just the support of the other local businesses around here has been great. Uh, from partnering up with the Cornerstone Pub in the first place, uh, Matt and Paul have been just phenomenal. But even our neighbors uh, over at, at Bearded Heart, at Lakeshore Adventures, the, uh, the folks over at the NWTC campus, which is our service base uh, in Sister Bay, I mean, everybody has just been tremendous here. The brewing company, I think John McMahon was our first customer. <laughs> he posted on that for us uh, on, on Facebook. It, it, it's just been a great, great reception and a great welcome here. That's really good to hear. Tell me a little bit about, of course, there's going to be challenges with doing a food truck, but what are some of the, the challenges and some of the opportunities that you think doing the, the truck has done for you? In terms of challenges, uh, number one, Logistics. <laughs> so to have a mobile food business, the, the state of Wisconsin has certain requirements. And some of those are easy to fulfill. Some are, are more difficult. Uh, you have to have a service base of operations. You can try to get a variance for it, but there are a ton of hoops that they make you, you jump through. Um, but uh, we actually, NWTC is our, in Sister Bay, that, that is our service base. They're tremendous over there. We have storage that we use. We actually don't use their, their kitchen, which is a great kitchen, but uh, we use the storage space there. We get our fresh water supply from there. We've partnered up with Bailey's Grove Campground. Uh, Josh and his family over there have been just fantastic to us. 
So we've partnered up there because that's where we have to dump our gray water. So every 24 hours that we're in operation, we have to get fresh water, dump our gray water. So we're, we don't get to leave our trailer mm-hmm. <laughs> in the location where we're serving uh, at this point. We do we do have a routine. So the logistics are a little bit of a challenge because there's a, there's a gas cost to, to moving that thing around mm-hmm. and then just the time that it takes then for that as well. You know, some of the challenges when we were trying to find a location, certain villages have been very open to it and certain villages... Not so much. So, and then, then there's been, you know, moderation in between as well. That's some of the, the, I think, some of the major, major challenges of it. Right. But in terms of, I think, some of the perks of a mobile food business, you get to specialize. You know, I think a lot of restaurants, if you have a brick and mortar restaurant, in a lot of cases, not every case, but a lot of cases, I think you're, you're forced to, to try to have a very broad menu to cater towards a, a, a larger group of people. Uh, I think food trailers and food trucks uh, can definitely specialize. And I'd I'd love to see more Mm -hmm. in Door County because, I mean, right now I think we have, besides us, there's uh, there's Papa Bee's. There is uh, JR's food trucks uh, over at Chives. Um, You you have the the taco truck down in Sturgeon Bay. I mean, Mm -hmm. there's more people, and I know there's already more that are in the works, but, man, I think Door County could use a heck of a lot more. And it's actually a really friendly community. So it's great for food truck people to actually band together Mm -hmm. because you can actually have your businesses side by side by side. Everybody has their different specialty, and that just draws tons and tons of people. Well, and I think, too, the other side of it, like the side that might criticize food Mm -hmm. trucks, I would think about food trucks that are patrolling the streets and are just popping up wherever they want and and, and potentially drawing people away from restaurants. I mean, that's the criticism that I hear. Right. And and that's fair, though, too. Right. But from what I've seen about what I've seen from a lot of the trucks here in Door County is that most of them are partnering with local businesses. They're permanent locations and they're just providing a a different option. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, And it sounds like you're doing everything that you can to be a part of the community and and, yes. and that kind of stuff too. So I think that there are fears to be had, but when you go into it the way that, that you have done and, and the way that so many other food trucks in Door County have done, it just becomes another interesting option. I would agree with that. I would agree with that. And I think there are some options, I think, of, of what somebody can do if they're trying to get into a mobile food business. Depending on the different villages that you're talking to or areas that you're talking to, even outside of Door County, you know, a lot of brick-and-mortar restaurants feel, look, I've really invested into this physical location. I own this property. I own this building. I have to pay property taxes on it. So they have certain obligations that they really have invested in, and they've invested in their location. So I understand the, the fear and the sometimes the dislike of having someone just pull up right in front of your restaurant and open their doors and do business. I think a lot of the villages, there should be some, I think, I think give and take between the food truck owners and the villages of saying, look— I'm not going to pay the same as someone's property tax, but let's come up with a fee. Let's come up with something that I pay into the village, so I am actually paying my dues to be here. Let's come up with a location that everybody agrees on where I can actually be. And zoning has a big play in it. Even where we're sitting in in, uh, Bailey's Harbor, we have to be, I think it's 25 feet back from the edge of sidewalk. There's a certain amount of feet we have to be back from the side lot and the back lot of the property. So there are different things that are in place that really does help to, I think, alleviate the fear of just someone randomly taking their food truck from Green Bay, Milwaukee, Chicago, and or just driving right on up and, and doing business right in front of somebody's doorstep. Mm-hmm. Right. So. Yeah, the food truck concept is super fun. I feel like it, it will just kind of keep growing and it's been fun 
when I've traveled going to places like that that are more of like a courtyard situation. Right. Yes. And it's fun too because it's you don't feel I mean you could get the fries, but then you could get something, you know, you can share a pizza with your group of friends and it's not like you're just getting a one stop shop. You can try different things. And the one thing about the mobile food industry is it gives people like well, people like me uh, who don't I don't have deep pockets. Uh, it, we saved a, a money for a lot of years to get in this. We still had to borrow money. And uh, it, it actually gives us an opportunity to get into the food industry mm-hmm. at a lower cost of what it would be to get into a, a brick and mortar. I mean, you're literally looking at probably 25 to 30 percent of what the investment would be versus going into a, a brick and mortar. Uh, and if you don't have deep pockets, it can be very difficult to get into a mm-hmm. brick and mortar restaurant. So it does give us an opportunity to get into the industry. And there are sometimes is a natural progression for people who start a food truck to mm-hmm. then actually get a, a brick and mortar location. Mm-hmm. So. Exactly. Do you guys plan on being open on the off season? I think we are going to extend into the off-season as long as weather permits. Mm -hmm. Food trucks and food trailers are not (laughs) winterized. Right. So there's a certain – and you'll see in a lot of food trucks there's actually a lot of, like, warning stickers. As soon as you get to, like, 37 degrees, it's like your stuff's going to freeze up and get damaged. That's Mm -hmm. that's it. I think, you know – when it comes to opening up, if there's a possibility to open up in April, if the weather's nice, I'm sure we would like to do that. Uh, and then when it comes to when we shut down, if we can, we've actually had some some years where November has mm-hmm. been still staying nice. Yeah. You know, leaves have still been up on the tree. The colors are still good. Uh, so if we're able to do that, I'm sure we would like to do that as well. The goal, if we do well enough, then we actually can... <laughs> have our winters off. Yes. If not, um, you know, we do have family in Texas. We have some friends in California. We have people in places that are warmer that we could actually take the business with us. Right. Well, and that's one of the big perks to it, too, mm-hmm. is that, I mean, you'll you'll stay here in Door County as long as you can, but being able to just pick up and go somewhere else mm-hmm. in the meantime, is that's a great option. Yeah. Door County is still a phenomenal place for entrepreneurs. Just from the sheer amount of tourism that Door County sees, and there's still, I think, a ton of opportunity here in this area. It's, it's Door County. Mm-hmm. So it's an amazing area already. So it's a great great place to be. Cool. Exactly. Uh, anything else for the future of Wally's that uh, you're excited about? Uh, where can people find you also? I mean, where can people learn more about you guys or follow you on social media? Uh, Facebook is really the best thing. We we are on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. Uh, but Facebook is where we do 99% of our updates. We uh, we do have a website that uh, we have not yet officially launched and published. It's set up. We actually have somebody who's going to be coming probably in the next I want to say three weeks or so to take photos so we can actually get all that stuff onto our website. It's really, it's not very pretty right now. So that's why we haven't launched it, but we are at uh, doorcountyweeniewagon.com. But Facebook uh, is really the, the, the best thing to, to follow us on. Just look us up at Wally's Weenie Wagon. Perfect. Well, with that, I think that that'll just about do it for us this week. Thank you so much, Wally, for coming in and chatting with us. Thank you, Aaliyah, for coming in and facilitating. Uh, I look forward to trying Wally's Weenie Wagon, and I wish you guys the best of luck for the the season and, and the years to come. Well, thank you very much, and thank you for this opportunity. For more Door County news, interviews, and exclusive content, check us out at doorcountypulse.com. Or pick up this week's issue of the Peninsula Pulse available every Friday. Don't forget to subscribe to the Door County Pulse podcast to get new episodes delivered straight to your device twice a week. Thank you for listening to the Door County Pulse podcast.